want to warn you, some of the language you're about to hear may be offensive. I moved on her very heavily. In fact, I took her out furniture shopping. She wanted to get some furniture. I said, I'll show you where they have some nice furniture. <laughs> I took her out furniture. I moved on her like a big <laughs> and took text just in case I start kissing her. You know, I'm automatically attracted to beautiful. I just start kissing them. It's like a magnet. Shut up and sit down. Girls going to shit. So. That's true. That's very true. Our world is going to You're shit. You're telling me. I've, I've been giving out hundreds at the playground, and no one wants to come home with me. <laughs> My sexual game is a lot like uh, JFK's. I, I splatter all over her face, and then she screams and quickly tries to get out of the car. <laughs> For fuck's sake. Jesus Christ. Okay. Is it, is all that, right. Is that too soon? Oh. Yeah, wow. <laughs> that doesn't get old. Oh, my God, Andrew. Jesus Christ. Oh, you're just going to play that, aren't you? We, st- we started the show. Hello. Welcome. Thank you. Welcome back to Critical Mass. Critical um, Mass. We took a hiatus. A hiatus. Well, we just took a week off. Uh, yeah. What happened was, well, we just had a lot of things going on. Well, at least I do. Because I'm important. Yeah, I'm not important at all. I have never have anything going on. And uh, let's let's also see what else will happen. Oh, we had a guest lined up for today. Yeah. Um, but that fell through. She found it more important to get drunk with friends and then not show up to the show. Uh, there was something about a Costco involved. I don't know. But all I can say is that when we become famous, she'll be serving hors d'oeuvres at the party. Yeah. She'll only be invited as the help. Right. <laughs> the help. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh. Exactly. Oh, and just before people start saying we're racists, she's white. Oh, right. And she will be treated as the help. Um. Anyway. I don't even have any knowledge to dispose. I can make one up on the spot. I mean, yeah, we should be bestowing knowledge we on should. all people. The youth today. The youth. They need to know. The youths. Yeah. The youths. All I'm going to say is... Wear running shoes at all times. You never know. That's true. That's those are words to fucking live by. Right. Honestly. What about you? Um, I would say before you cut the hole in the bottom, make sure the popcorn has cooled off. Okay. Everything comes down to a dick joke to you. Yes. That's yes. Uh-huh. That's a terrible scenario, by the way. Whoever thought of that? Putting your dick in the popcorn? Yeah. <laughs> I thought about it. Can I almost th- pulled the trigger on it, but then I didn't how do it. You could never do that slyly, if, if that's a word. No, you could, there's no how way. How do you do that so that she doesn't notice? Are those scissors in your pocket? Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, you try with a pocket knife. You bring the pocket knife, but then you get the jagged edges, and maybe you get a paper cut on your dick. Yeah. That might be painful. I mean, just you're in a theater. Yeah. The the previews are going on. Yeah. Or even if it's during the movie. Yeah. It's pretty quiet and you hear a yeah. What the fuck are you doing? Um uh, 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 then, you hear, then there's a zipper noise. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. I can clearly hear you pulling well, your dick out and cutting a hole in the pot. And then you're trying to get it hard. Yeah. And then you got the butter. It goes into your pee hole. Oh. Well, that was the worst with chicks in the movies, though. That was the worst with chicks. But um, <laughs> chicks in the movie. <laughs> because I wanted to go see the movie. Like, yeah. I wanted to actually watch. So, be like, come here. And I'm just kind of, like, looking at the, like, with one eye. Like, I'm yeah. watching the film. Just, right. I thought we were coming here to make out. Maybe you were. Aren't you still a virgin, though? I mean, yeah. Yeah, I, but I really like Batman. Yeah, but it's it's Batman. <laughs> Hang on. I've been waiting yeah. a long time for this That's film. That's who you would actually pass up sex so that you could see a superhero movie uh, now <laughs> i think back then you probably would have too maybe but you were never in that situation were you <laughs> <laughs> let's bring up the girls in the hallway incident again uh, i've oh god <sighs> the girl in the hallway incident with the note i had this sort of luck and i do not want to sound condescending, but <laughs> but you're about to be condescending because. But this sounds condescending, are... and I just don't mean it in that way. Like throughout middle school and high school, it wasn't very often that I would find out that a girl was interested in me. But it was always the girls that I was so unattracted to. Okay, so there's nothing condescending about that. That happens. I know, but it's just like it's. I also felt like beggars can't be choosers. You know what I mean? Oh, I I've felt had that way too. Where if I'm just not attracted to something, I'm not going to pretend just because they're in my league, you know? Fair. So, like, Fair. I understood that, yes, I wasn't attracted to them, but the people that I was attracted to, I knew they weren't attracted to me either. I didn't think I was some sort of hot shit. I mean, Dan, don't be so down on yourself. I mean, okay, so you gained a little weight. <laughs> no, back then I was a fucking rail. I know. you. I remember when we first moved in together... Well, no. By then, I had already put on it. By then, I was a, I was right where I probably should have been back then. I don't know. I don't know. In college is when I put it on. I mean, all you got to do is just eat right. Oh, man. Why does it always turn into this with you? <laughs> this fucker, listen, he's so upstairs, mad. and he's opening sardines in his yeah. house. I needed a protein boost after my workout and then doing the fucking lawn. I wanted to go back into his backyard, unravel his hose, and spray him down in his own kitchen. He freaks out over fish. They're just fish. They're not just fish. They're the worst fish. (laughs) Did a sardine rape your mother and kill your father? They might as well have. Oh, my God. You are awful sometimes. You know what? What? Go ahead. Play me in the... Oh, 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 God. It's me shooting you over fish. Fuck fish. Fuck them. I love fish. Fish is delicious. And oh, it's a great so gross. It's a great source of lean protein. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. I'll give you that. That's why I eat it. But they fucking stink. Okay. So, learn how to go nose blind. I have. I've had to live with myself for years. <laughs> that must be it. It is what it is. God. That's why you can handle it. Uh-huh. So, I was at... Wegmans last night after a very long day of work. I walked 14 miles yesterday. That felt real good on the old knee. My knee's hurting. Good, good. And I get I get to Wegmans because I realize it's Cinco de Mayo. I don't oh. have any Mexican beer in the house. And oh, you know, I, the, I miss beer. The wife is making tacos, so I should I should pick up some beer and some milk and some juice. So I'm there. I'm buying some. I go. Okay, I got six items. I'm going to go in these seven items or less lane. Perfect. It's express. And it's already after 7 o'clock. I'm going to go home. Okay? Perfect. This was a Saturday, by the way. Yeah. 
So I already was pissed that I was working. Well, yeah. Seven o'clock, I'm at Wagman's, I'm in the express lane, an old lady's in front of me. Now I'm like, ugh, should I have gone down this lane? I know what happens when you get behind oh, an old woman. Oh, yeah, with right? the checkbook especially. Right. Oh, God. But then I saw a $20 bill in her hand. I go, oh, yes. Yes. All right, this won't be bad. I shouldn't, I shouldn't assume the worst in people. Why do I do that? I don't know, Dan. Oh, yeah, because they're all the worst. Right. So she pays with her 20 but instead of receiving change back, she wants to pay over 20 to get solid bills back. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, I know. So now she's digging through her change purse. <sighs> Did you make the passive aggressive sounds? You have to make the passive nope. aggressive sounds. I nope. do it all the time. <sighs> <laughs> sure you do. I, I was just... I got out my gun because I'm a good guy with a gun. Yeah, you just took care of it. I did. That's what you mean by good guy with a gun. Listen up, Republicans. Because I made the decision of what's right and wrong because I'm holding the gun. Exactly. Therefore, that makes me a good guy with a gun. Exactly. Fuck the police, right? Yeah, they were trained. Fuck the people that are trained in what's right and wrong. Well, it's hard hard to say police because they do just shoot unarmed black people. Yes, they do. All the time. So I like that little little meme you posted about uh, a black father teaching a son about the dangers of literally holding anything. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. That uh, is so point. I saw that and I was like, this is perfect. Because it's true. In this country, and it's sad, um, is that, and we just got off on this tangent, I understand, but... If you are a black person literally holding anything in your hand, that could be a death sentence. That right. and the new thing. You're a black kid coming out of school. Hey, officer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Fuck. Exactly. You know, but the, the new thing that I've seen, I don't know if you've seen this online, um, this fun thing. Um, call them, uh, I don't know if we call them Mirandas. The or, Miranda rights? No, uh, like, a, like a woman with the, I want to speak to your manager haircut. Um, what would you, like a, like a Becky not a Becky. <laughs> what are you talking like, about? I'm, I'm just trying to think. You know, the I want to speak to your manager haircut. Oh, like the the customer who is just a fucking bitch. Yeah, the I want it. And then she's got that hair, that short hair that's kind of like a little up. She's a mom. She's a mom. She's, she doesn't want to have to deal with haircuts in general. Yeah. So she does a, like a funky short version. Yeah, it's. it's I don't know. I want to give him like. But a, she thinks she's the HBIC. Cher- Cheryl, like a Cheryl. <laughs> You know, if you're out there, Cheryl, we apologize. Fuck you, Cheryl. Um, no, this is what they're doing. They get uncomfortable around the minorities. Look this up online, and they are calling the police on them. Oh wow! So there were two young men that that were going. They were on a college tour. They had joined the college tour a few minutes later than the rest of the people because they were late. Okay, they arrived. College tour. Okay, so at a university. At a university. Can we name the university? Oh, University of Colorado. And prestigious. Yes, and they were late, so they joined the group, right? Okay. So a Cheryl in the group was uncomfortable because they were brown. Ooh. And she called. What kind of brown? Well, this is the fun part of the story. Okay. She called the police to say that there were two Latino men that had joined, and they looked out of place. Yeah. And they weren't. Is answering it a questions. No, it was a, it was. It's a public school. It's yeah. just a prestigious, prestigious public school. Correct. Probably. So the so the woman so the police get there to find out that these are two Native American young men. Oh boy. And they were late because they drove seven hours. They drove horses there, to, right? To get there, and because the police had to detain them and search them and get their IDs, not only did they find out they were supposed to be there. 
what the police had told they they missed the whole tour of this yeah. college that this kid was trying to go to. Wow. Like Cheryl, can you imagine put what a gun I... in your mouth and kill yourself? <laughs> that woman that called the police honestly should commit suicide, and I would, I would applaud it. Okay, well, as much as she was in the wrong, I mean, to some extent, I give her a little bit of credit for at least. I don't know how do I put this. Trying to look out for others, if in fact now just saying because, for, for the benefit of the doubt because they were brown. That well, was no, the I'm only just saying reason. if if they turned out to be rapists. Okay, or killers. We would be applauding her, right? But they weren't. She was just making assumptions based on their skin color. Oh, fuck her. I'm just, what I'm saying is, That's a problem she was in the wrong for making assumptions, okay? But the police it, it could have taken one look at them and said, what's the problem? And it, then she would have said, I feel uncomfortable. And then they would have said, why are you here? And they said, for the tour of the college. They said that, and the officer that was... That should have been it. And the officer was still, like, up to your pockets. They made them empty their pockets. Yeah, that's not them right. Down. That's what I'm it's saying. That's not right. You know what else is... Uh, I'll give you another good one I found on, online, um, on the line. And these are true stories. These are not fake news. I have done multiple... So I see the story on Facebook. He has an under underground layer of computers and <laughs> yeah. the th- thesauruses and dictionaries. Of course. He does his research. I do. So what I do is, and just a little tidbit for everyone, if you see a story on Facebook, that's fine. It doesn't always mean it's fake, but you need to go research it. Go Just go to Google, type in the name of what you saw, right. and then look at Snopes, look at Politico. Um, don't look at uh, CNN. I, think, I, I trust CNN, but I know a lot of idiots have a tr- problems with that. If it says Fox News, it's t- definitely not true. Um, but Politico, I trust Politico. I trust Snopes. Fox News shot themselves in the foot, though. Oh, uh, recently they were like talking With Giuliani. Shit. Yeah, isn't that yeah. crazy? That was so funny. And he's like, Hannity was like, uh, "Are you sure you just said that?" And he's like, "What? What did I say?" Well, Giuliani is <laughs> fucking crazy. But anyway, I'll give you one more. Um, on the same thing, uh, a guy who was he worked for the government. He did. He was like some type of. Senator, maybe I don't know. He was in D.C. Um, his term was over, and he was moving to New York City okay. in this really nice apartment. And he was moving there at night. He was a senator, or he was some type of. He held some kind of political office in D.C. I can't remember what it was exactly. Okay, he, he's black, but he's a senator from where? I don't, you don't know. know. Okay. I don't remember. He was black. Okay, he was moving into his apartment with his dad. Okay, in New York City, nice apartment. Right. Um, a white neighbor saw him going into an apartment and called the police. And the police showed up and went ready to detain him for burglary. And he's like, I live here. I'm just moving in. You were about to say motherfucker. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm sure. Yeah. Well, because I pictured Sam Jackson saying that because he should have. Motherfucker, he I live here. He should have said that. And the guy and the guy's like being calm and he's like, Why can't I go into my apartment? There's like four cops there and they're like, Well, we need to check things out. He's like, Check what out? I live there. And he's a former or possibly For, current senator. Former. Former senator. Yeah, he like he was moving from DC to New York after his term was over, whatever it was. Okay. But some reason he was moving back. And he's like, I don't I don't understand. I pay for the this is my apartment. I'm moving into my apartment. Yeah. He's like, well, can I go check him out? My dad's upstairs. Can I go check on my dad? No, you can't move. He's like, what do you mean I can't move? I live here. They're like, well, we need to check this out. What are you checking out? I'm telling you that I have keys. <laughs> He's, you know, like, yeah. what do you want? Well, we need to look at it. 
Like, fuck, man. This this is insanity. Because if he was white... Yeah, we wouldn't be talking about it. Wouldn't have heard anything about it. Well, I don't know why they didn't just shoot him. Right, exactly. And then just say that they thought he had a gun on him. Exactly. He's got a gun. Bah, 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 bah. Oh, it was just a cell phone. Oops. He doesn't matter because he's a different color. That's what it sounds like to me. I all of a sudden I jumped to let's just switch tracks real quick. Yeah. The NBA. Um That was I, very racist. I hate Drake. You hate I, don't, I don't I don't like most modern musicians, but Drake in particular bothers me. I think he's full of himself. And here's the thing. I think other people do that to him. I think other people inflate his ego to the point where he, who is he Drake? thinks he's... Who is Drake? Okay, Drake is started from the bottom, now we're here. Oh, that guy. Yeah. Is he the one with that meme that's like... Yes, please. Your name is Preston or something like that, and you went to private school, which he did. He went to private school in Canada. He's from Toronto. Okay. He's a, he's a fractional owner of the Toronto Raptors. And Toronto team. Raptors? Yeah. So, Nappy-headed nappy I heard a story about him recently where he was, after one of the Miami Heat championship games, he tried to get into the locker room to party with them. Because he, he he doesn't care what his home team is. He just supports whoever's winning. Sure, so, sure. As a sports guy, fuck you. Then he tries to get into the locker room where they have very strict security, and the security said, no, I don't care who you are. doesn't matter if you're the president. doesn't matter if you're Drake. You're not getting in. And they said, we have specific orders to let only media in the locker room right now. Yeah, yeah, sure. sure. He said to the security guard, I am media. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just reminds me of the, the emperor wow. in Star Wars. I am the Senate. <laughs> like, that's, yeah. that's all I'm hearing in my head. Like, right. Like, what the fuck is wrong with this, this guy? This is what happens to Justin Bieber, to the Drakes of the what world. What about Kanye? The, the, to Kanye, Can even. we talk about that for he, a second? People have inflated their egos to the point where they actually become insane. They're megalomaniacs. Listen, I mean, Kanye, who might actually be a musical genius... He's not good at music. Is, he's, not, he's untalented, and well, he's a piece of garbage. No, I think, he's, I think he might be... I don't I like his music. I hope he gets hit by a car and dragged a I mile. don't like his music, but I think I can respect... That within his genre, he is looked at as a genius. Listen, okay, but according to Kanye, but he is out of his mind. Yeah, he's he's crazy. He's absolutely crazy. But aren't all the best creative people a little bit nuts? But not to this extent. According to Kanye, <laughs> I know, I know. According to Kanye, because of how bad their HMO was, the slaves decided to stay slaves <laughs> because the health insurance was so good. Like. Come the fuck on. It was yeah. a choice. Slavery was a choice. And that that's not even the worst part, Dan, 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 Dan. Dan, that's not the worst part. You know what the worst part of him saying slavery was a choice? Hmm. The worst part is then me going out into the world, talking to other people who then say, you know, he's got a point. Who said that he has a point? Name them. There are people. I, I can, but I'm not going to blow name up their them spot. Name them and then bleep their name out. Um, This one guy I work with who I really, really like, and then he said this, and I don't dislike him. I still really like him. He's a good guy. Say, <laughs> and he goes, you know, he's got a point. You know, at some point, they just need to let it go. And I was like, that's not what he was saying either. Mm. So not only is he wrong, but he, that's not what he was saying. Yeah, I, I know. <laughs> I, I know. But Kanye gets up and says, I woke up today and chose to be free. 
And it's like, yeah, in the goddamn 21st century. <laughs> he woke up rich, you fucking you, asshole. Like, <laughs> fuck you. Like, I woke up this morning. I choose. I chose to be free. Yeah. It's like, well, yeah, you're a rap mogul. You make millions, possibly billions. You're married to the scum of the earth who yeah. makes tons of money. And, and you want to talk, talk to a man. This is the problem. Okay? You're married to the scum of let the me, earth. Let me, t- <laughs> let me tell you something, okay? I'm going to shout him out. I'm going to shout him out. His name is Ale. It's one of my brother's friends. His can you is, call him Ale? His name is Ale. What can he call you? He can call me anything he wants to. Oh, so you don't, name... get the, you don't get the reference. Oh, no, I don't. He can call you Benny. You can call him Ale. I don't know what that means. You can call me Benny. Benny can call me Ale. No, you I can call me Ale. Ba-da-ba-ba. I don't know. Ba-da-ba-ba. Oh, that song. Ba-da-ba-ba. Oh, that's, those are the words to that song? Oh, okay, I just remember that beat. Um, but then again, I mean, I'm, I'm an idiot. Um, yeah. Okay, so this guy, this there's Ale. This is a brother, uh, a friend of of my brother. I consider him a friend of mine too. He's a great, he's a great guy. He's an amazing person. Um, he went to Cornell with my brother. He was uh, with us in Vegas, and when my brother was graduating, we were all sitting around and we were drinking wine because we had gone on a wine tour. Paul Simon, like with my dad and my brother, and. He had put something racially, like, it made me open my eyes to something I had never opened my eyes to before. He said, and I was a little tipsy, and he said, oh, I've got that, um, you know, national, and I'm sorry, Ale, if you're listening, I'm sorry if I'm saying this wrong, like uh, a black engineers or colored engineers club that I'm going to be going to later today. Yeah. um, Because he's an engineer. Right. I said that he's one of the smartest smart people I ever met in my life. And he's black, which means no one would believe him that if he told him he was an engineer. And so he needs sad? to belong to a club well, to prove it. Well, let me let me let me tell you what. I, so so I said I. Oh, look, I, I have the patch. See, I shot, I shot my mouth off, and it's sad that he has to do that. It's sad because the yeah. color of his skin has no meaning of who he is as a man. But that's beside. Like if you walked up to me and you said you were a garbage man, I would believe you. Oh, I mean, yeah. you look like a ratty look piece of shit. All you gotta do is look at me. But if a black guy said to me he was an engineer, I think he was lying to me. Well, you cause, know, because you're white, and that's right. Years of indoctrination that exactly. we've been exactly. put through, but anyway, so so I decided to to open my mouth. I was a little tipsy, and I was like, "I, dude, I just think that's ridiculous." And he's like, "What?" And I'm like, "Well, doesn't that divide us further? Like, you have to have like a colored or a black engineers." Like meeting, like, and I'm not a racist. You should know that. I said, but you know, to me, it just it it widens that divide between people. And he said, no, no, I get that. But if I may, and then he broke it down for me. This because guy is much smarter than you. Much smarter than I yes. am. He broke it down for me in a way that I never, never could understand. And I, I'm paraphrasing because this was many years ago. All right. Um, he said. When you you're you're white, right? You were always white. Your family's just that, right? And I go, where, you're from Italy, right? And I said, yeah, we're all from Italy. He goes, okay. What what about you? What did your father do? I said, well, my father was a butcher, and you know, did he go to school? Yeah. Okay. What about your grandfather? He was a butcher as well. He owned his own butcher shop. Mm-hmm. Did he go to school? Yeah. Oh, he, he beat his meat. He went to school. Yeah. yeah. What about your great grandfather? Said, yeah, my great grandfather was educated, um, and they were butchers. Like my whole family is all butchers, and they yeah. all own their own um, butcher shops in That's Italy. That's what Boston means in Italy is uh, big dick butcher. Possibly. Yeah. I'm. I'll look that up. Yeah. Um. But anyway, so 
so he's like, okay, great. So that's that's your family, right? I said, yeah. He goes, okay. So you can say that your family has gone to school and advanced themselves because they were white. They had that ability. He goes, my great-grandfather was an antique piece of farm equipment with no education. So we set up these groups and these clubs to get together to further ourselves because we didn't have the same opportunities way back then. He goes, now, I'm not going to sit here and say, now I don't have the same opportunity as you. I work just as hard as you to get to where I'm at. However, I didn't have that, like, ba- like my my generations but behind me. Right. We didn't have that. We were beaten. We were whipped. We were put into sheds, and sometimes we were fucking killed. Right. We didn't get to go to school and get an education. He's like, I bet your great-grandfather taught your grandfather how to read, and then your grandfather helped your father, and they all got to go to school and do that. We don't have, we never had that. And I was like, bam, boom, brain, my mind just exploded. Yeah. Oh. I get it. Yeah. That's what, okay. Okay. So I have all of these years of evolution in terms of my family and education and having opportunities growing up and continuing. What opportunities are you going to give your next generation if you were just a freed slave? You were just a freed slave. What the fuck can you offer the next generation? Like you could call up your father and say, hey, what was what was grandpa Doing when he was twenty, like what? What was what was his job like? You exactly. Know, and, yeah. and, and if you were a butcher yourself, yeah. And he could say, well, you know, that's when he really started his apprenticeship. And yeah. Blah blah blah. Exactly. And you could and you could also say to your dad, hey dad, I'm I'm thirty something years old. I I have a kid. Am I doing everything right? And he could say, you know, your great grandfather <laughs> was doing the same thing you were. Yeah. But Al, yeah, and people like Al can't have those conversations. Now, and I'm not sure, I don't know Al's back, so I don't want to sit here and say, oh yeah, I know Al's whole backstory. No, that's just how he explained it to me. Right. That's just how he explained it to but me. But they can't go back too far anyways. Well, yeah, how can you? I mean, what, at the time they were traded like livestock. Yeah. And 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 I look at that and it disgusts me. And people, people actually today have a discussion saying, Things and that's why I'm sorry. That's why it's so dangerous for someone like Kanye to say things like he said. Yeah, it's so dangerous for him to to say slavery was a choice. Are you out of your fucking mind, Kanye? If you're listening, you can always stop by the studio. <laughs> Tell us how you feel. But we think that you are not only wrong, but you're dangerous because you're. You got a lot of young kids that listen to you, and and I hope that in the day where Trump is king and fake news is rampant, I hope voices like yours are silenced. I I completely agree. I completely agree. And you know, whatever happened at the time where people were afraid of Marilyn Manson talking about death and Eminem <laughs> talking about beating his wife, you know, I would listen to that stuff. And I, you know, I would listen to it and be like, mm, I and don't want to. And you'd come home and you'd beat the shit out of your family, exactly. wouldn't you? Exactly. And then that was okay. No. Um, <laughs> no, I would listen to that. And there was an entertainment value to that. Okay. You know, he's just, he's just rapping. He's angry. I get it. This is where he's putting his anger so he doesn't actually do these things. I understand. But then when you have nowadays people coming out as artists and saying, like, you got Ted Nugent going up with the guns talking about how he's going to shoot Obama. Da- very dangerous rhetoric. Yeah. Now we got Kanye talking about how um, the civil the the slavery civil, was a, the slavery was fucking was a, choice. a choice. Like, yeah. I'm sorry, but uh, I hope if you're listening to our show, 
like you're enlightened enough to understand that it's all bullshit and it's all wrong. And if you're still a supporter of the Trump camp, there I don't think there's any more hope left for you. The last, oh, there is. The doesn't last, matter what happens, they're always going to be by his side. Exactly. The last election was a was a test in morality, and you failed. Oh yeah. You failed yeah. miserably. And now it's a test in stubbornness. Yeah, I agree. It's okay if you want to come out and say, you know what, I voted for him because I thought he was going to shake things up. Right. I thought it was going to be new. And you know what, it was irresponsible for you to do that. But if you are going to offer an apology and say, I, you know, good. The Republicans need to get need to fucking back up. Yeah. And say, hey, I don't want to be. We don't want to be associated with this guy anymore. That's what they need to do. And gun owners need to start getting rid of their NRA memberships. Yeah, I saw something about how, you know, Stormy Daniels has slept with thousands of men in hundreds of movies. Mm-hmm. And she's suing, you know, Donald Trump for defamation of her character mm-hmm. and how ridiculous is that. And it's like, yeah. it's not her character you need to be worried about. Mm-hmm. It's his. Mm-hmm. Whether he was a private citizen or the president of the United States. If you're a conservative, if you're an evangelical, if you call yourself a Christian, I don't know how you can look to that man and and vote for him again. He uh, cheated on his wife. And people are like, well, you know, what business is that of yours? Well, when Bill Clinton did it, you sure were up in arms about it, number yeah. one. Number two, if you're this evangelical Christian who fucking goes to church, if you go to church every Sunday... And then you're still a Trump supporter. Fuck you. You're a hypocrite. Fuck you. I hope you get hit by a car. That's a little. Uh, that's a little harsh. No, I don't give a shit. Because that's what we need now. We need to be hard. We need to start taking these people. We need to thin the herd. We need. To, yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, Trump supporters. This just in. No more seatbelt laws. Uh, Trump supporters. This just in. <laughs> no more helmet laws for your motorcycles. Throw gasoline on that fire. Uh, yeah. Uh, 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 Trump supporters. You can now. Mix household chemicals, yeah, and breathe them right in. Yeah, actually, they're a good coffee creamer. Exactly, good coffee. Put some bleach in your coffee. Excellent creamer for Trump supporters only. <laughs> Understand? Please go ahead and do this, because yes, and people would say, "Are you suggesting Trump supporters kill themselves?" Yeah. Yes. Yes, I am. I am. Well. On that note, why don't we take a break? We can take a break. Uh, When we come back, uh, really, we want to talk about customer service today. So uh, we'll be right back. (laughs) Critical Mass can now be found at the 8oClockStop.com. That's the 8oClockStop.com. We're there with the Hypothetically Speaking podcast as well as Three Dicks Picks podcast. Check us out there. That's the 8oClockStop.com because everything starts at 8 o'clock. That was uh, Paul Simon's Benny. I don't know what it's called. I don't know. Benny Benny the Jets. Benny, you can call me L. You can call me L. No. Something like that. So hot. That's how it goes. I'm a musical genius, just like Kanye. I'm a musical genius, and I'm a gay fish. Yeah. That was a great South Park. So... Our guest was with me last weekend as we traveled on a wine tour, an eight-hour-long journey. Yes. Uh, for my wife's 32nd birthday. Because, you know, when you turn 32, you want to take a bus to wineries. I mean, sure. That's what, that's what you do. Sure. Two people flaked out at the last second 
So 25 of us actually only went. Only 25? Yeah. Okay. On a giant, luxurious limo bus. And uh, What's it like to be like rich and stuff? What's that like? Dan? Well, we, we all split the cost. Um, I mean, I ended up having to pay a lot of money, but... Most people only paid fifty bucks for the whole trip, and then, well, yeah, then you got to pay for then the tastings, of course. Yeah. So <clears throat> basically, you have to time everything out exactly, right? Mm-hmm. You got to leave at a certain time. You've got to be at each individual winery at a certain time. You got to keep everybody on the straight and narrow mm-hmm. because if they start goofing off, getting too drunk, doing stupid shit, you're gonna be late. Yeah. And if you end up back at home too late. The driver charges you an extra two hundred dollars. Wow, that's yeah. highway robbery. Yeah. So, I was very serious about the time, about everything. Michelle and I scheduled it perfectly. Did you tell everyone fifteen minutes earlier? That way. No, I mean we didn't even have a problem with timing. That's good. The first, the first one we went to was pretty accommodating. We did well there. We got on the bus. We got to the second winery, very small, Manello. Actually, hmm. first one was White Springs in Geneva. Okay. Yep. Second one was Manello, very very small place, but very good wine, very okay. accommodating. Okay. One one bartender for twenty five people. But did they she make it work? Up, yeah, she lined up twenty five glasses and said, "Okay, this is the first wine." Went right down the line, poured them all. Everybody enjoy it. Okay, That's awesome. this is the second That's wine. That's really awesome, actually. Yeah, she just made it work. Yeah. Um, and she handled us pretty well. Awesome. She handled you pretty well. Well, we're a bunch of children. Because you had a lot of mid-20-year-olds doing stupid shit, talking and laughing and shit. It's like, no, one person speaking. This is now class. Yeah. So then we're done. We take some photos outside. We get back on the bus. And then we're thinking, wow, we got all this extra time before we even have to be at Three Brothers Winery. Maybe we could squeeze in another one. Like, let's just, let's just stop over at Fox Run. They won't mind. Yeah. The bus driver said, not only will they mind... They will take down my bus number and call my boss and tell them that we showed up unannounced. Wow. Yeah. These fucking wineries got a little dick in their so buttholes. I said, okay, we, we're not going to poke the bear. If we can't do it, we can't do it. Let's just go to Three Brothers. We'll sure. show up a little bit early. Yeah. And we have extra time there anyway, so we'll just spend more money there than we would somewhere else. Yeah. Okay. So we head over to Three Brothers. They, like cattle, hurt us. Into an open barn area I can't where they have ha- tables set up. I couldn't handle any of this. This is like we're being processed to go into an internment camp. Yeah. I swear to God. I wouldn't be able to do that. They literally, all they were missing were the cattle prods. Keep them. Yeah. Here's your pen. Here's your booklet. Did someone make the sound? I should have. Yeah. And Some asshole always makes okay, everybody line up. Okay, everybody over here. Now stand on this line. And then they take a flashlight, lift up our eyelids. It was <laughs> awful. Check your gums. You were forced <laughs> to buy what they call a passport because there's four subsections of the winery. Okay. So you buy a passport for $20, which is not cheap in my opinion. But they put you in the line first. Yep. Then you buy the passport. So you, so you go through the line. They're like twenty dollars. No. Like for we, standing in the line. What happened was we actually had to <laughs> prepay for that. Jeez. So Michelle and I had to pay for everybody at first, and then they just paid Michelle back through like an app on her phone. Venmo. Or something. Yeah, something like that. So. Sure. 
We get the passport, $20 each, four yeah. different wineries, or maybe five, four different wineries to go to. And what happens is when you go to that winery, they just cross it off. There's like little, on the back of the passport, there's an image of each little winery. And they take a crayon and they cross what, it off. Is this the Bonnaroo of fucking wine? I suppose so. Like. So, one of the one or two of the wineries were actually very sweet tasting wines. And some of our friends are very... <laughs> Um, experienced with wine, and they they know what they like and what they don't, and so they don't like sweet shit. They don't like the sweet shit. Okay, just like you're at a fu- you're you're having fun. Just fucking put your right. ego down for a so second. So they just they just asked politely, "Hey, is it okay if instead of going here, could I go to this other place twice?" Yeah. And the woman at the counter said, "Yeah, should be fine." Okay, because that's not what we were told on the phone. <clears> but sure, she said okay. Yeah. Anyways, the day goes on. There's a lot of people at this place. Three yeah. Brothers is packed, right? We're there, for, we're there for a couple of hours. Oh, wow. Uh, and we get to the final one in our, like, we kind of broke up. We go different ways. But we yeah, ended yeah, up yeah. In, a, in what's called the War Horse area. That's a brewery. Okay. And so instead of doing a tasting of wine, they just give you one beer that you select, and you uh, can have that beer. Oh, cool. So I'm like, all right, cool. we'll take this beer. We drink it. And I'm like, I like that. But you know what? Now I want to buy yeah. a different beer. Yeah, 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 sure. I mean, it's it's a very bar-like setup. They yeah. have a bar. There are bartenders. There's stools. There's you have money. Seats. You yeah. want something for free. And it's not really packed in the Warhorse area like it normally is. Nice. Also, by the way, there were four different infants that I saw there. In the warhorse area. So you saw four different sets of bad parents. Yes. Okay. That we'll make that clear. Bad parents. Yeah. So if you smoke around your child, you're also a scumbag parent. Continue. Full disclosure, I hadn't had a ton to drink. I mean, I had a little bit, but I was like, I was feeling okay. And I bought like a nine dollar beer, dude. This one beer was like nine bucks. I was like, all right. For a twelve ounce beer. Yeah. Maybe it might have been a pint. But Jesus. either way, my elbow hit it on the bar and it spilled. You and I was idiot. like, hey, hey. And he came over, he cleaned it up right away and he poured me another one. I was like, awesome. Yeah, right? that's nice. So I'm thinking like, oh, God, I hope he doesn't think I'm fucking super drunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, we're just sitting there talking and hanging out. And we're not, I mean, we've had crazy nights at other bars. Oh, right? my God, I remember. This, this is the middle of the afternoon. Like we're fine. We're just standing around. Nothing's... I mean, you've been in a you. I've seen you in an Easter Bunny costume, wasted. Yes. I've seen you naked, wasted. I've seen you come, fall off a roof, wasted. Yes. I cannot imagine this was anything close to that. Not even close. Okay. I mean, I've behaved worse at churches <laughs> on purpose. Yeah. So we're doing fine, and time is going on. We're all having a great time, and it's getting close to the time where we want to leave, but we still got about twenty minutes, and. I go to the bartender, hey, I'd like to buy your offer here where if I buy a pint, I get to keep the glass. Yeah, sure. And he says, you have to go to the register. Okay. Which confused me because there's the glass, here's the money, you take money. (laughs) Yeah, if you could just take the money and hand me that over there. So I go to the register, I wait my turn, and she goes, "Um, now we're wearing wristbands, and each party has this particular wristband. Our wristband was the American flag. Right, so when another party showed up, they got like, you know, flowers. the Iranian flag. Right, something different. <laughs> the Iranian flag. So she could tell what party I was in. Sure. That's how all the staff identify everyone. Oh. Right. Prejudice. It is, and so she said, "Oh, you're with that party. Okay. Um, 
we're not going to serve you guys anymore. <laughs> You've been here too long. You're it's, asking for a glass. I'm asking to buy a glass with beer in it because I get to keep the glass. Yeah. It's like a promotion they're doing. Sure. But you're and trying she, to give them money for yeah, their business. Right. And she says no. Now, I'm not drunk. I'm not belligerent. We've we've been there a little while, but not. it's not like we've been there for eight hours. Yeah. We've been there for maybe two. Sure. And we've only been in the Warhorse area for about maybe an hour, not sure. even 45 minutes. And she's telling me no more. And I'm like, oh. I didn't know what to say. I was speechless. I began looking at things around her like, what? I'm angry and I want to smash things, but I don't know what to say. <laughs> I don't angry, understand. I want to smash things. I'm confused. Yeah. So I go out to the bus and I sure. find my wife and she's just hanging out on the bus. A lot of them were just hanging on the bus. Yeah. Because we had drinks on there, too. Yeah, so I'm course. like, what's going on in here? And she's like, oh, my friend was just vomiting behind the, the bus. One girl. Lightweight. Yeah. Well, she's uh, you know 115-pound blonde woman. What an idiot. And so she's puking. Keep your, get your shit together. Well, my point is that at a place where hundreds of people are coming a day, bachelorette parties, etc., you cannot. Be telling me that this is the first time you've seen some blonde woman puking behind a bus. I, as much as I agree with you, like if you're at a point in the afternoon where you're puking up stuff, like grow up. Yeah, she's done for sure. Like, but grow up. But don't judge the entire group on well, her. Well, no, I, I see where you're. First of all, I don't agree with three brothers at all and what you're telling me. Right. However, in this single instance, I can see it go both ways. So I, I came back in and I found out that. Our friend K Rock was not being served anymore at all. I mean, she's <laughs> K Rock. Yeah, like our K Rock. Like, yeah, she was like, um, I still have two servings left on this. Could I, you know? Yeah, sure. She's like, I paid twenty dollars. Could I get my blah blah blah? And they're like, no. She's like, what? Wow. She didn't give. <laughs> she didn't even get all the tastings that she wanted to get, that she paid for. Wow. So when I heard that, I said, all right, everybody get the fuck out. I started dropping F-bombs. You, let's go. They don't want our fucking money. They don't want our business. We're gone. Fuck them. Fuck this place. Let's go. Everybody out. Yeah. Like a drill sergeant. Let's go. Everyone. Yeah. And so they all, okay, we got up and left. Seriously. Good. And then as I'm leaving, I'm getting on the bus and telling everybody, let's go, let's go. They're like, they're calling the cops on you. They're saying you're belligerent. Like, I'm angry. I'm not belligerent. Yeah. I, you know, at this point, I would almost welcome the police so I could tell them exactly what's going on. Yeah. So anybody listening, avoid three brothers at all costs. Oh, oh they we're are gonna going to take this a step further. you off. We're going to take this a step further. Okay. If you're listening to the show, if you've ever been to three brothers, I want you to comment down below. Tell us about your experience. Oh, and yeah. And we're going to go ahead and just open this up on uh, Facebook. Hashtag. Yeah. Hashtag three brothers sucks. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to go ahead and start the conversation as well. Um, and let's try and spread the word. Um, are we going to put them out of business? Probably not. No. But can we tarnish them and just make them look really stupid? Yes, we will try. This is what they need to do. Go ahead, Dan. We don't need an apology. We don't need any money back. What we'd like to see is for them to change their policies. This passport thing where people are forced to go to different parts of the winery to get their drinks, it's it's not working. It's not worth it. $20 to stand in line behind other people. It's not worth it. To get fed through like cattle. It's nonsense. Make it a more intimate experience. Make it more free-flowing. Yeah. Allow people to pay at each individual bar. 
Oh, do you want to do the tasting at this one? Five dollars. Yes. Stop treating it like some mill. Oh, do you want to do another tasting? Five dollars. Right. Oh, you're belligerently drunk? You need to leave now. You need to send out email questionnaires. You need to reach out to your customers, people that have been there more than once, and ask them what they think. Because right now you're doing things based on what you think is best, not what your customers think is best. That's yeah. the problem. Exactly. Exactly. It, it, you know what it comes down to, Dan, and, and I was saying this before the break, is, is customer service. And what, what is that? It, it's, it's something uh, um, we in the biz mm-hmm. um, we would call, because I used to be in customer I spent most of my career in customer service. Yeah. Now I'm in programming and implementation, which is so much better than customer service. Oh, God. Uh, customer service is hell for anyone that's in it. And if you've been in customer service, you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. This is the big thing, Dan. You'll agree with me. It's a term we call service after the sale. Right. So when you buy something, right, you have them. They are You already have their money. As a business, what you need to do is figure out how to get more of their money. Right. And the, the best way a business can do that is what's called service after the sale. And you're going to find better service after the sale in things that you spend more money on. So, right. for instance, if you're a Verizon customer like I am, mm-hmm. okay, I call Verizon with a problem. It's not only fixed right away, but they're like, did you want $10 off your next bill? Yes, right. I do. Yeah. Okay, great. <laughs> yeah, sure. I, I know. I, uh, I'll give you an example. Yesterday I was out with my daughter, one of those Sprint douchebags. Hey, uh, what are you doing? Well, who's your provider? Ver- I'm like, Verizon. No. I was thinking about how you got all that gel in your hair. Yeah, right, right. That's what I was doing. I go, I go, no, I go, Verizon, no, don't bother. <laughs> and the guy's like, oh, well, don't you want to pay less? And I go, I like having service. Yeah. Th- thank you. He's like, well, that's not true. I said, it is true. I used to have Sprint. Very Fuck true. Sprint. Yeah. Period. And their customer service, god awful. Well, now it's sure. T-Mobile. Sure. Well, yeah, they're going to combine. But sure, if you want T-Mobile and you want shitty service... By all means, you want to pay less. You get what you pay for. Okay? Apple. Why am I an Apple customer? Their customer service is amazing. Mm. I. It really is, actually. I need. They're number one in customer service. You can check consumer reports. They're number one in service after the sale, in, as, as we call it in the biz. Yeah. Um, it, we, they are number one. Everyone aspires to be at the level of Apple in terms of customer service and customer awareness. Mm-hmm. Is. How can we make the customer experience so good because you get addicted to how well you're treated? I paid a grand for this computer. Right. This computer will last me the next 10 years easily. But on top of that, if I have a problem with it, I make a phone call and then they fix it. Like, like immediately. If yeah. there's a problem with a product... It happens. I, I'm a consumer. Of course it does. I'm, I'm, a, I'm an educated consumer because I've worked in customer service for so long. I understand that I'm going to buy a product. The product may break. Mm-hmm. Okay? I will call you, and I will give you a chance to fix it. If you are able to do that, you have kept my business, and you will continue to keep my business. Yeah. Period. That's why I don't do business with Frontier. Frontier will never get a penny from me again. Look, even reinforced steel. Bumbling fools. Even reinforced steel breaks or of rusts. Of course, yes. You know what I mean? So when, we, when most people buy a product, they know that, yes, they're going to run into the issue. What they want to know when they buy a product is if the company stands behind it. Exactly. And if, and if we're going to get help when we need it. 
Exactly. That's all. And that's why I'm sad about Sears closing. Because I've got everything I got from Sears, all my craftsman stuff for my oh, outdoor, yeah, tools, my snow, yeah. my snowblower, my lawnmower, and my um, my weed whacker, my gas powered weed whacker, aren't they? They're all yeah. Not yeah. only that, but you make a phone call, boom, whatever, really? whatever you need, just done, done, done. People are like, you know, and they've Briggs and Spr- Briggs and Stratton motors, so those are the best for small small motors. Okay, that thing will run forever as long as you maintain it properly, which right. I do. But I had a problem with my snowblower. Got on the phone. I'll have a guy out for you. No problem. I paid that money for a craftsman tool because of that service. Right. I pay money for Apple products because of that service. Three brothers. If I'm corralled down a fucking line and I am forced to pay $20 for your piss water wine. Yeah. You better make it a fucking experience or right. I'm not coming back. Period. You should wipe my ass while I'm there for $20. Like we followed your rules, we paid your $20. Now we want to buy our own drinks and you're giving a shit for it. Exactly. You yeah. need to learn about service after the sale because you made the sale at the door. I gave you $20. Now I want the service. Hence the hence the term. Unreal. It's it's that it's that simple. I will go to a company, Dan, Daniel. And if they don't understand on top, we're like, well, what are you, what's uh, tell me about the service after the sale. Tell me about that. Like, and if wh- they go, uh, well, uh, uh, what does that mean? You know what? Thank bye. you very much. Bye bye. And that's a, and and you should, as a consumer, you should ask that. What is your customer service like? Yeah. What if I need something? Where? How can? When I went and bought this MacBook, mm-hmm. I fucking I had about thirty questions, and my questions weren't even about the. Com- I already did my research on the computer. I know about the computer already. Tell me about the service. I had a. Tell me about the company. I had a snowblower guy who lives down the street from me. Um, sorry, snow plow guy, yeah. and I hired him for a season, and uh, I came home one day from work and I couldn't get my car in the driveway. <laughs> And I was like, I called him up. Yeah. And I said, dude, what's what's going on with this? I can't, and like, I'm trying to get on my driveway yeah. and I can't do it. And yeah. he lives down the street from me. Yeah. He's like, well, I'm trying to get dinner ready right now. Uh, uh, we're done. Yeah. Oh, you are? Oh, okay. That's it. Cool. Uh-huh. You're fired. Yeah. Because that's, but that's this thing is people get, people don't understand. By you making that phone call, yeah. okay, and this comes from someone that's seven years in customer service, you... You making that phone call is you giving him a chance, right? You're not. You might be mad, sure. And, but and you it have sucks. to. You have to accept that. Yeah. But you called him and you said, "Hey, what's going on?" If he would have got, said, "You know what? I'm going to be right there. Hang on one second. You know I what? Know. Good. I'm good. We're good. We're fine. Yeah. I'll hire you again. Thank he you." He probably did my driveway the very first thing in the day <laughs> because it was right down the street from him. Yeah. But it's now six o'clock at night mm-hmm. and it had been snowing all day. Yeah. Like, dude, use your brain. Use your brain. And if I call you, drop what you're doing and come over here and do this. Right. Or don't have a business. That's it. Exactly. Or just don't have a business. I had a guy. I got I got a friend of a friend who has this garage guy come over and fix my fucking garage. The springs on the garage need to be fixed. Okay. He's a, he's just a guy that mm-hmm. just knows garages. He's worked on garages for a long time. Okay. He lives in one. He you lives. Know, he was you know, born I, I, in one. Exactly. I was I was taught about garages, but he was born. Right. <laughs> um, but anyway, so he comes over. He gives me an incredible price. The parts he gets are brand new. And at the end of it, he goes, "You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do a quick tune-up on your current garage." It's a quick tune-up, sprays everything down with all these different 
oils and uh, what the, uh, grease and shit like that. It's just shitty made up. <laughs> no, it's called the lubricator. Yeah, whatever. It looks but, like water. But at the same, <laughs> but what I'm saying is, is the fact that he said he didn't ask for any more money. Uh-huh. He said, you know, well, I'm here. I'm gonna fucking call him. Did he give you a reach around? From now on. Well, you you know what I'm saying though. Yeah. He he like he said you know garage door opener. I'll take a look. I didn't. I asked him to do. The he springs. made you feel taken care of. Correct. Yeah. I asked him to replace the springs. He did, and then he stayed for another 45 minutes and just went through my garage, yeah. garage door opener, the rails, made sure everything was lubed up, had did a couple test stuff, and then he was like, "All right, you're you're good. If you need anything else, you give me a call." Yes, I will call you again. Yeah. Because you're, of you're this. my guy now. Exactly. Yeah. And and that's I think that's lost in our culture because we're in a breakable throwaway culture now. Yeah. Everything is it can well when it breaks, I'll just buy a new one. No, it, it shouldn't be that way. Yeah. You should you should buy something from someone who can back it up. And I'm sorry if it's a little more expensive, then maybe you just don't buy that. Yeah. It's tough to find good customer service beyond just making phone calls or when things break. Just in retail in general, you walk in anywhere, it's it's shitty. For me, one of my biggest pet peeves is when there's a long line and the the cashier is not calling other cashiers up there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's like you get and you got but you got to look at the place you're going to. So, if you see that at a place like Dollar Tree, I don't even get mad anymore because it's like what am I doing? I'm buying, uh, you know, like, what am I, 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 sh- I should put this stuff down and just leave. But it's just a simple, like, if you're a manager of a Dollar Tree, don't you want your customers to be at least a little bit happy? What They don't care, though. So you got to think I about know. the caliber of person, and they pay a dollar for these products. Yeah. You, you go into an Apple store, you know, you're getting service immediately. You're going into a Best Buy, you're getting service. I go to Best Buy for a reason. Yeah, I but I see, I see dollar stores close. I see family dollars close. Yeah. So what is it doesn't it if they have overhead and they have bills to pay, shouldn't they be trying to make sure that the customer wants to come back to that particular store? That with the you've got to look at the cost of the product. It doesn't matter. I get it, but in a capitalistic economy, that shouldn't matter. Their their stores are just as throwawayable as all the stuff they sell in them. Well, the people are, that's for sure. Oh, the people are definitely, the people, the structure, the whole place. I was in an Aldi's, the same thing happened. I actually walked over, I left the line and walked over and found someone else that was like stocking the shelf when I said, they need help up front. Can you go help them? Yeah. The woman saw the length of the line, walked up there and actually started fighting with the other cashier. Like, why didn't you tell me? Yeah, that I've seen that happen before. I've seen that happen, and that's another thing with Aldi. Aldi's good and bad. Um, first of all, their products have gone uh, definitely up in quality. Yeah, it's like hit or miss sometimes. It, it can it's like, be. Eh. Um, yeah. But again, that's that's what I was going to say. Wegmans, that is the big reason why I go to Wegmans service after the sale. I'm going to give you a story. Yeah. I'm going to give you a quick story. So last weekend we went out with some good friends of ours. Um, Rick, who was on the show, I don't want to say his wife's name because I don't know if she's okay with that or not. Ophelia. Ophelia, yes. Rick and his wife, Ophelia. Um, <laughs> we took, we all took our kids to this inflatable place. By the uh-huh. way, inflatable place. Leap and laugh. Leap and laugh. You're getting a shout-out today in positivity. Uh-huh. You like a great, clean place that's not too expensive to take your kids to have a great time. Take them to leap and laugh. It's in the old Laser Quest in Ridgemont Plaza. I'm giving uh-huh. them a shout-out. We had a blast. This it is was... not the place that you took your daughter no, to. No, 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 no. That was an elitist pig's scumbag <laughs> place. 
in fucking Penfield called um uh Elitist Pig Scumbag. Uh, um oh what the God. fuck was that place called? You know what? Not even important. Leap and Laugh. It's an inflatable place. It's in the old laser quest in Ridgemont Plaza. If you have yeah. children, you don't want to spend a lot of money, but you want them to have a blast and you want a clean place. Very so clean. Um, right. Go. We took our kids there. Kids had a blast. We're in Ridgemont Plaza, though, so we're like, everybody's getting hungry. Let's go take the kids and go out for lunch. Right. You see the pictures from that, by the way? No. Oh, uh, I don't know. Anyway, uh, there's a great picture of Rick and I going down the slide. And as we go down the slide together, I, I landed on my wallet that was in my back pocket. And yeah. you just see my face just, <laughs> and Rick's just laughing. And right. then his child, who's like got his hand halfway in his mouth, is just looking back at me. Like with my face just, yeah. oh, oh. Great picture. I'll because show you're the most immature one in the picture. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so we're like, let's go to lunch, right? So we go, we go to lunch. So you know, needs her food first. That's what she do. So there was a nice restaurant next door to that place. I don't think it's there anymore. I don't know. I don't think so either. Just like two doors down. Yeah. But whatever. Either way. So we go to the Ridgemont. We say it's good. Everybody can get what they want. Mm-hmm. And I want a salad. So I'm gonna go get a salad. So and they have a beautiful salad bar at the Wegmans. So we go there. We, I want mac and cheese. I gotta bleep her name. God damn it. I said, what do you want? She said, I want mac and cheese. I said, okay, well, we'll get, we'll get you mac and cheese, okay? Mm-hmm. So we go to the thing, you know, at the at the, the buffet thing, you know, they have at the lunch right. thing. Get her some, get her some mac and cheese. That's the noise of the spoon going back and forth from yeah. the thing to the plate. Exactly. Close it up, boom, very good. She gets her thing. I go get her a salad. Alex gets a salad. Um, they get their food for them and their kids. We all go sit down. Takes a bite. God damn, I did it again. She takes a bite of the. <laughs> she takes a bite of the mac and cheese. Ah, daddy, it's hot. Go, well, yeah. give it, wait a minute. Give it a minute. Yeah. You know it's hot. I see the steam coming off it, right? So then the thing. Ah, daddy, it's still hot. What are you talking about? So I take I take a bite of it, right? I'm mm-hmm. like, ooh, spicy. Son of a bitch. I can't give a four year old spicy food. So I go walk over to the buffet, right? Yeah. It's in the Mexican section. It's Mexican mac and cheese. So now yes, I'm like, God yes, damn yes, it, yes. I'm stupid, right? So I go over to Alex. Alex is like, well, what are we going to do now? And I'm like, well, we just paid for this. I'm like, I want to, son of a bitch. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to figure this out. And yeah. I got my little anxiety thing, you know? Yeah. And you waddle over. So I, I walk I walk away. I go down to the, the ready, the section with the $7 meals because they yes. have the regular mac and cheese. Mm-hmm. I go down there, and I, I don't know what to do. I'm like, I don't want to be that guy because I should have read the sign. Right. Like, it's my... At the end of the day, I work in customer service. It's you know my when fault. it's your fault. Yeah. I didn't read the fucking sign. That's on me. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to sit here and demand free stuff. So Rick, Rick's worked at Wegmans forever. He doesn't, not anymore, but he did for a long time. Yeah. So, you know, and his wife, they're, they're a Wegmans family. So I go, I go walk down there, and little did I know, there was a conversation that had said about my anxiety, and Rick was like, mm, I know how to deal with this. I'll go over there right. and talk to him. So Rick comes so he, over he to me. he popped some pills into your mouth, it, and he held, held me you down. And he, and he, he groped, mm-hmm. yeah, and patted you. Exactly. Right? No, he goes down there, and he goes, just fucking ask him. Just just ask for the smallest portion. Yeah. Go over to the register, and fucking don't be anxious about it. You made a mistake. Yeah. Ask What The worst they can say is, sorry, you got to pay for it. Yeah. I said, no, you're right. You're right. You're such a little bitch. I'm not a little bitch. I you just, are a little bitch. But it was my fault. 
So just I didn't want to look ask. like an asshole. Can you have this little fucking anxiety attack so about it? I did. I did have a little anxiety attack about it. So I get to so the lady. She, By the way, the lady at the ready-made section, fucking unpleasant. Man, this is the smallest size we have. Well, that's good because I asked for the smallest size. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want me to say? What do you want me to say? I said, give me the smallest mac and cheese you have. But yeah. this is the smallest size we have. Good. Then give me that. Yeah. That's what I asked for. So she looked like uh, the lady from... Uh, uh, the monster, Monsters Inc. How? Oh, yes, yeah. She looks like a lunch like. lady. Yeah, yeah, just fucking, you know, with the mac and cheese. She gives it to me. You know what, Helga? You're good at scooping things, aren't you? Yeah. Right. <laughs> so I go down to the register, right? I go down to where we paid originally, and I, I said to the lady, I said, "Let me ask you a question." This is what I tell her what happened, mm-hmm. right? So I got this one. I just want to trade them out. But she already took a couple bites of that, so I don't know what your policy is. So she looks at me, she goes, I don't know what the policy is here. I'm kind of new here. Let me call a manager over. Oh, Christ. So I'm like, Call the go. president while you're at it. Here we go, right? So the manager comes over. She goes, what happened? Interested. Yeah. Genuinely. What happened? Genuinely interested. What did you fuck up? But like, <laughs> but like her interest, it was, I felt disarmed. Right. In a good way. Yeah. And I said, well, and I told her what happened. And she goes, okay. Well, hang on. Let's weigh this one. So she weighs the one. And she goes, well, if you want, keep the other one. Take this one. And we'll go down to customer service. And there's a 20 cent difference. I'll give you the 20 cents. No shit. I said, first of all, thank you, number one. Yeah. Number two, I don't, your 20 cents. I don't want 20 cents. Yeah. I just want my daughter to eat this. Yeah. That's all. Okay. Well, you're all set then. You have a great day. That's awesome. I will go to Wegmans for everything. Yeah. I already did. This is just an example. Oh, I've, I mean, they're, yeah, they're full of good examples of, of what they do with their customer service, especially their products. You could bring a product back to them and say, I didn't like this product. Oh, yeah. You could eat half a loaf of bread and go, you know, I got to the middle of this loaf of bread and there was a giant hole in it. And yeah. I go, oh, that happens. This Here, is go get bread. another one. It wasn't white enough. Yeah. Yeah. I've like, actually, mm-hmm. literally, we bought. I bought lots of groceries, but one of them was uh, beer, mm-hmm. and I was handing the bag to my wife, and we didn't grab it correctly, and so it was both of our fault, and yeah. it fell on the ground and splattered everywhere. Ugh, you idiot. And I just You're walked just a in. big dumb animal. I just walked in and said, yeah, I spilled all my beer that I just mm-hmm. bought, and they go, yeah, go get another one. It's my fucking fault, and they're going to let me go get another one for free. Yes, because of their confidence yeah. in their in what they offer. And they know that yeah. they are what they are. And they know yeah. that by giving you that beer, they know for a fact. That oh, I'm never going to go to Tops. Oh, he'll be back. Yeah. Oh, he'll be back. That's exactly. Fine. And he'll buy a lot more. Right. Once you start turning on your own customers, well, that's. Are our, you listening, three brothers? The wor- These words should never, ever come out of your mouth if you want to own a business. Yeah. That is our policy. Right. We were taught that in training for every customer service job I've ever had. Right. And guess what? My teams were the best of the fucking best. If you want to have a business, if you want to have excellent customer service, never say these words. That is our policy. You have just lost the customer. It's okay to say, I don't know what our policy is. Let me find out for you. Right. Or you know what? I understand that's our policy, but this is something I want to do for you today. Because you're just putting up a brick wall. Putting up a wall. That's our policy. That, that's it. That's our policy. That doesn't give the customer a reason. Right. There's no There's no reason. And the intelligent consumer will come back to you if you give them, what is it, good? Customer service. Well, so service. Serve after the sale. Service after the sale. I, I failed my first test. It's okay. It's um, okay. 
But yeah, uh, you can have a company policy if, if it protects you legally. Sure. But if that's a conversation that you're having with a customer, then you know things have gone terribly wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. Well, that's our policy. Yeah. That doesn't do anything for me. Oh, I'm sorry. I, you, I, that's your policy? Yeah. I don't... I here's, don't... Your, here's, here's your company policy for anybody listening. It's not that the customer's always right, but just listen. Yeah. Yeah. Listen. Yep. Exactly. And then do what you think is right. Yep. And that, and that, and it's that you can never go wrong. You can never go wrong doing that. Yeah. Um, and you know what? If you have a boss that fires you over it, then you just left a really shitty company, right. and you should feel happy. Um, one more story before we go on a break. Uh, okay. The reason I'm with Verizon, because you know we're talking about customer service. Um, the reason I'm I'm with Verizon. So years ago, I got the new iPhone 5C. Okay. It was the first plastic iPhone and the last plastic iPhone. Right. Okay. Um, but I got it because it was an iPhone. It was cheaper and it had the new software on it, which I wanted. I was rocking the old iPhone 4 at the time. So I got the 5C. Okay. At the time, I was kind of working with, uh, I was late on all my payments with Verizon, but Verizon does this thing called a promise to pay where you like you set a date if you're late in a payment and like they won't shut off your service, okay. but you've got to pay on that date. And they actually give you 30 days. This is already after being late 30 days. Oh, wow. Yeah, they're super good about that. So, and I also had insurance on this phone. Okay? Okay. So, I woke up one morning, and the phone was in the charger, and I go to pull it off the charger, and I had realized that it heated up so much from the charger that the plastic was actually separating from the phone. So, the phone looked like it was bowed out. Wow. I mean, it was awful, right? So, I'm like, are you kidding me right now? So... I contact Verizon. They're like, well, you know, this is a manufacturer's thing. So then I con- – and I just bought the phone. So then I contact Apple, and Apple's like, well, we pick it up after your carrier is done. So Verizon really needs to take care of it. So now I'm being bounced back and forth. Oh, man. And does I, it fucking make my oh, blood boil. pisses me off. So I get on the phone with Verizon, and I said, listen, this is what's going on, right? So they're like, well, let's see. We're going to get you on the ma- on the phone with a manager – from a local store, right? Okay. They get me with the person in Grease Rage, right? This woman. Yeah. Now, she doesn't work there anymore, unfortunately, okay? But I only went to her from now on after this. She gets on the phone. She's like, well, what do you want me to do? And I'm like, what do I want you to do? I'm like, this is what happened to the phone. I didn't do this. This is yeah. a man. This is a, I work in technology. Yeah. I didn't do this. This is a man. This is a manufacturer's defect. Right. Well, I don't understand. And you sold me it. Exactly. I said, I want you to take another phone off the shelf and fucking hand it to me. Yeah. And do whatever you want with this phone. Not my problem. She responds with, I shit you not. Well, maybe if you paid your bills on time. My response was, excuse me? (laughs) She goes, well, I go, I put a promise to pay in last week, which... Pretty much means I'm still a valued customer if you're still allowing me to do that. Yeah. So you want to bring that up right now after I'm already dealing with the shit with my phone? Really? She just pauses. Where are you right now? I'm on the road. Can you stop? Are you near 104? Can you come into Grease Ridge? I want you to come talk to me directly. I don't remember her name. Uh-huh. I said, yeah, I can do that. She goes, okay. I'll see you. I said, I'll see you in 15 minutes. She said, good. I turn, turn around, drive right there. I am fucking boiling right i stomp my ass in there which which store was it the verizon in Gre- in grease ridge 
across from where PacSun used to be? Yes. Yeah. Um, so I, I march right in there. I want to talk to so-and-so. So she comes right up, and I just, pff, my phone, just right on the desk, just throw it. Yeah. This, this is what I'm talking. She goes, hang on, stop. Stop for a second. Let me talk. Yeah. Wow. So I said, I'm taken aback, right? I'm like, who the fuck does this bitch think she is, right? Yeah. But she looks at me, and she goes, first of all, I want to apologize. Um, I definitely shouldn't have said what I said in the phone. <laughs> yeah, you think? And that's on me. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you a, a $20 credit on your bill, and I'm going to actually do exactly what you said. I'm going to take a brand-new iPhone off of the shelf. I'm going to activate it for you. And um, if you're happy with that, um, we can move forward. And I said, that's exactly what I want. Check, please. Thank you very much for the apology. That actually yeah. means a lot to me. She did everything she said. And from then on, I went to that store and that store only for mm -hmm. my that specific store. Okay. For my phones and all of that. That's service after the sale. They fucking made a pretty big mistake. They shouldn't have talked to a customer that way. Yeah. I got an apology. I got a $20 bill credit. They fell asleep at the wheel. That car almost went over the cliff, and they caught it just in time. Oh, they caught it just in time, and I will forever be a Verizon customer. Yeah. Simple as that. Anyway. Okay. Let's take a break. Let's. We'll come back with the fuck yous. Yeah. Uh, thanks, everyone. I mean, I feel like this entire uh, episode was fuck yous, but we'll just continue it. Yeah, sounds good. I got a great fuck you. All right. We'll be right back. If you're looking for a refinishing, a ceiling, and a protection for your cement services, especially your garage, check out Eagle Epoxy at eagleepoxy.us. They can also be found on Facebook at Eagle Epoxy or their phone number for a free quote, 585-402-4971. Tell them the Rockness Monster sent you for a free quote. Check them out. And we're back. Thank you to, for listening to our pseudo sponsors. And we were beating off. Um, um, we're beating each other off. We're doing Dutch Rudders. Yeah. I, I don't have a very serious fuck you. Okay. But it's, I mean, because like I said, this entire episode is really just an airing of our grievances. True. Which is uh, part of the Festivus tradition. Yeah, of course. The airing of grievances. Yeah. Uh, mm, but feats of strength. Uh, I, I just want to say... It may be partially related to what happened today, but more in general, I, I felt like as an adult, I find that when people at the last minute flake out on things, and this happened actually last weekend with some friends of ours too, uh, you're an adult. If, if you knew you weren't going to be able to go somewhere, you should have let that person know. All of our time is valuable. And so you, know, you really just need to let people know beforehand, not at the last minute. Um it's just rude. That's all. Um, and and I agree. And the thing is, dude, is it, it, it's one of those things that if you don't have kids, yeah. like, you don't really get to ever do that. Right. Like, I have a kid. and Everything's planned out. She Everything is completely planned. But what I'm saying is, like, even if I have something planned, if she's sick, sorry, I can't go do the plans with you. My, my kid is sick. If you're, and that's understandable. If you're kidless, yeah. <laughs> well, what fucking excuse do you, you have? You really have nothing right. short of a death in the family. Yeah. Which you know, I wouldn't wish upon any. Well, I wish on a few people, but I wouldn't wish upon like my friends. Yeah. I would never wish that upon my friends, a death in the family. But I'm saying, short of that, you don't have any reasons. Yeah. You don't it's, have any good it's ones. It's a lack of communication. 
You know like I mean? a responsibility too. Right. But you, you need to communicate. If you're like, you know what? I don't I don't know if I'm really available. If you made a promise to someone that you'd be there, you're like, okay, let, it's in the books. Yeah. Then it's in the books. Exactly. That's just the way it is. Like we and I don't, you know, if you miss it with us, I really just don't really want to invite you back. Well, that's I mean, even beside that, it's just the idea that someone even last weekend or previously in my life have said I will be there. Yeah, and then, and then they won't. They're and they're not. It's like, <sighs> yeah. So yeah. Okay. Like the wine tour you went on, we, I couldn't get anyone for my daughter. I brought you up. I brought you up as an example. We had two people that canceled on us at the last minute. Okay. Uh huh. And I said to Michelle, "These are the kinds of people that are in the world. The people that say, you know what, fifty dollars per person or a hundred per yeah. couple in your case." Plus the cost of the wine. Yeah, we couldn't do it. It's a lot of money. And Rockness literally just said to me, we, we can't do it. We can't find a sitter for a and we just don't think it's financially it's going to happen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Honesty and respect from the get-go. Yeah, exactly. That's not this bullshit the day of or the well, night plus before. Plus, it's her birthday. You got to, like, think about that. Like, you, you and, and on top of that, you were doing counting for the limousine, Yes, right? we had to literally plan so out the what financials. what do? Say, oh, yeah, I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. No, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Like, that does not, that's not how it works. So, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I got you. I got you. Well. Anyways, what were you going to say? Okay, so I went to the Avengers last, a week, a week from, a week from today. Already fell okay? asleep. It was nighttime. Okay, we went to the IMAX. It was not cheap. Okay, they never are. They never are. So we go. Okay, and there's two of us. Is that IMAX? You talk about uh, Tinseltown. Tinseltown. Is yeah. that with leather seats now? Like no. the reclining? They do that in all the other theaters except for the IMAX. The IMAX is See, different. That's dumb. Well, the IMAX is a gigantic, gigantic screen. Right. They wouldn't be. They'd have to sell less tickets. Well, that's what they have to do for all the theaters. Yes, but for the IMAX is much smaller, so they'd have to send sell even okay. less tickets. Okay. Um, so I get it, but it doesn't matter. I'm there for the experience of the IMAX, right. so I get in there. Now, what I'm going to say... It's probably wrong. It's n- it is, but it isn't. <laughs> Just say it, buddy. I'm... As we spoke earlier, I'm not a racist, and I don't oh, believe... Boy. That's never a good way to I start I know, it's something. never a good way to start, and I don't believe in stereotypes... But if there was a, a family that would just completely fit into a stereotype, I'm not really going to tell the story. I'm just going to do impressions. Okay. Okay? During the film. Sounds like an even worse idea. <laughs> during, I'm going to do the impressions. During the film. Right. These are things that I heard. They were not whispered. They were not said quickly. They were shouted. Yeah. During the film. Uh-huh. Oh, baby, that's Captain America. You see, he got super strength, and he could, he could like, pick up a car. Yeah, baby. <laughs> well, ma- mama, mama, who's that one? Oh, I don't know who he is. Oh, oh, that's that midget from, uh, that's that midget from that other thing. Yeah. Yeah, now, you know what I'm talking about? During the film. Right. All right. film. Then... Black Panther comes out. Yeah, Black Panther, that my boy. Wakanda forever. Wakanda forever. I'm in disbelief. <laughs> I am in disbelief. I, I just paid almost $40 for these tickets. Yeah. Maya's in Grand Trees. I had to save to get these tickets to go to this film. I picked a time where I thought a whole family wouldn't go. Mm-hmm. It's a Sunday night. There's school tomorrow. 
Mind you, their child was kicking my seat repeatedly. I had to turn around repeatedly nicely. I oh, they were behind you. It's yeah, even worse. Directly behind us. Oh, no. I turn around and I go, hey, bud, can you stop kicking my seat? He just looked at me. Oh, wow. No one's ever told turn, me what to do before. Turn around again. Stop. You need to stop kicking my seat. I turn around. Stop kicking my seat. Please. And then I hear dad or I don't know who he was. Yo, yo, little dog. Just yo, like yo, that. Little dog. Yo, little, little dog. Stop hitting his seat, man. Stop hitting his seat. Yo, you know what? Come sit with me. So I'm like, all right, good. Go sit. St no, no, no. It doesn't change. Well, who's that character? Oh, that's uh, that's Thor. Oh, that, you know, and then commentary through the movie. No, no, don't go there. No. No. I'm like, I'm sitting in the theater just going like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, I am here to see the movie, not to listen to you talk. If you can't handle yourself like a fucking adult, don't go to the movie. And I'm sorry. Like, it's, it's I'm not sure. See, it's so hard because but I it, don't. It, it is a race thing, but it isn't. It's a, it's weird because you're not trying to be racist, but clearly this is a, this is something that occurs in black culture. Uh, and every time I've gone to a theater. Yeah. It's always the same thing. The talking. And the, I've been in a theater where a dude answered his phone and started having a phone conversation during the movie. Yeah. I mean, it, certainly white people and other races have been guilty of this, too. I see a lot of teens, no matter what race they are, on their phone during movies. And yes. I just want to spit on them. Yes. Um, but the, the sort of having an outwardly conversation and talking to the screen I think has always been a part of black culture I don't know what it is and I brought it up when we, when we had um, Not, when, no, we had, when we had Django. Django on and I wonder if it actually goes back to when and I said this before when basically in our, black people weren't even allowed to go to movies Yeah. so I think that when they did start going to movies I don't know the history If it, was it segregated were they only allowed yeah, to go to certain we, ones we weren't able to answer that and at the therefore time. did they have a completely di different set of rules yeah They're, you know so they just started talking to the screen because that's how they all felt there wasn't this already understood way mm -hmm. of doing things exactly exactly I, and, and I don't know I'm just I'm projecting and I'm, I'm speculating but Exactly. That could be. It's just it it just it sucks because it's like and knowing, you know, and knowing Django, you know, yeah. uh, he he doesn't um talk, you know, he doesn't talk during movies. Uh we and we brought that up. He's like, I don't do that. You right. know, so it's hard to say, well yeah, all all the same race do this. You know right. what I mean? It's hard to make that blanketed statement because it's not true. Yeah. However, every time it has happened but it also exists in a lot of black churches as well. well the, the idea that it's not a simple sit and listen. Yeah. It's a more active participation. Exactly. And a movie theater is not interactive. So please, <laughs> please shut the fuck up. Yeah. Shut up. So fuck you. Not just to that family. That single family yeah. that just ruined the movie experience. You are... Honestly, just awful, awful people for doing that. Again, and you know what? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say this in the in Infinity War, mm -hmm. in that movie, they weren't the only black people in there. Yeah, they were just the ones that decided that they wanted to talk throughout the entire right, film, right. and then go ape shit when Black Panther got on. We understand Black Panther was a huge thing for in you terms and your of culture. I get for it. the cult. I get yeah. it, and I not only do I get it, I support it.
Right. I think it's great, and I was mad at anyone that was like, oh, that's such bullshit. No, it's not bullshit. I get annoyed when people clap at the end of a movie. Uh, I, <laughs> let alone talk during it. But there are certain moments in a movie, I started clapping when Thor made his grand entrance in in, the, in this film. Oh, I clapped, but I well, went... Maybe you're setting the wrong example. And then I stopped. I didn't, I didn't have a 20-minute... Maybe you're minute... sending the wrong message, then, that it's okay to participate... During certain things, this was like way after the fact, and they oh, were wow. just talking. Oh, oh my wow. god! Don't start no, with me. No, you're part of the problem. Yeah, that's exactly. I it. would call a manager on you. Then we live in America. We're all <laughs> part of the problem. Um. So with that being said, what do you think? Great episode. Let's pull the plug and delete this one too. We'll go ahead and we're just going to delete this. Yeah. Thanks everyone for listening. Thanks to the Genesee Beard Company. Thanks to Eight O'clock Stop.com. And thank you to Eagle Epoxy. And mostly thank you to our listeners. If you decide to come on as a guest, please don't flake on us. Yeah. Party on, Wayne. All right. See you later. They come from butt.